Hello, welcome everyone to the most accurate podcast. I am one of your hosts, Brandon Niles. With me as always are my excellent co-hosts, Chris Allen, Jen Akins. Chris, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. And with the show we've got set up for tonight, it's just I think it's gonna be a ton of fun. A little bit less uh me rambling about stats, just more general banter about how we think teams are gonna go. So it should be a fun show for sure. Jen, how are you doing? I'm good. I don't know. I don't believe you that there will be less rambling about stats. Um, I, I don't even started. I don't believe you at all. My, my but no, I am doing well. I uh, I ran out today and got my uh, Avalanche Stanley Cup champion gear. Congratulations! Uh, Congrats, yep, Jen. Ran out today to do that, which was fun. Um, I didn't have a huge selection, so I'm gonna have to order a little bit, I think. But uh, we did get a little bit. My son got a T-shirt and some stickers. Nice, and nice. But yeah, this is so, this is clearly your year. Yeah, like, how are you? Right? Like, are we just I, gonna roll this into like from UGA to the abs? Yeah. Like now, are you just gonna win like BBM or like one of the puppies too? On top of Dude. that, from your, <laughs> from your mouth to God's I mean, ears. Just, just, I mean, you're just stacking up like yeah. W after W after W. I know. I was telling my my son today. I'm like, just understand this is not normal. <laughs> right. I'm like, Georgia went 40 years, and then the Abs went 20 years, and they both happened on the same year. But that does not. <laughs> it's not going to happen again. But no, it's been it's been a good year for uh, for me for my my sport teams that I root for. So just uh, play so the they, lotto or something like that, just to make sure you just you, you're cashing in, in on that luck. Yeah, heat I check. Got to have yeah. a heat check. Yeah. <laughs> you're on fire right now. I am. Love it. Brandon, what's going on there with you? I don't know what it's like to have my team win. I, I'll tell you that much. I uh, the My Portland Trailblazers, the closest I've come in my lifetime, and it's been a while. But uh, excited for you, excited for both your teams, and excited that you're kind of a Dolphins fan, because so am I. So maybe, maybe that I'm not means kind of. Things. I mean, listen, <laughs> I was like born and raised at see, the Orange Bowl. Like, see, I, yeah. You go yeah. back and forth, though, because whenever I call you a Dolphins fan, you always say that you've lapsed. But if you I know, say you're not a Dolphins fan, you say, what the hell, Brandon? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> I'll be this is this is truthful. Since being in this industry for now, this is my seventh season working as a fantasy analyst. I kind of have lost the the fandom. Like, it's just not there for me, I think, because we analyze every little thing. And I can't I can't sit down. But like in my heart and soul, like I am a Dolphin fan. I mean, it was like my father raised me that way. Like I grew up literally like toddlering, crawling in the Orange Bowl. For I mean, we are, my family is original season ticket holders that is still passed down to my sister. Like it's huge. I mean, it's been a part of my life forever and ever and ever. I moved to Denver in 1996. You know, the Broncos kind of grew on me. So I do root for them as well. But it's not like, like on a week-to-week basis, you know, the fandom is not there anymore. But as a whole, like if the Dolphins won the Super Bowl, I would be psyched. I mean, don't get me wrong, Brandon. I would be very psyched. Just check it. I get that though. I think in this, when when you put out content enough, like you just start rooting for your picks. Yeah. It's like, it let, just, me, it's, let me be right on something. Like, yeah. Right. It's yeah. kind of a, it's almost like seeing how the sausage is made somehow. I don't know if that's really it or not, but I just yeah. find myself not rooting as much like for just the NFL in general. It's, it's, you know, you root for players, you root for, for, you know, individual, you root for fantasy. Uh, but if the Dolphins were to actually win, um, that would be great. 
I, I, I get that. And if you would like to lose to Jen in uh, Best Ball Madness <laughs> or in uh, one of the puppies, which now has Superflex formats, and it's crazy, the drafts are crazy in those, uh, go over to Underdog, get in on some of that early Best Ball action, use our promo code, deposit $10 or more in a new Underdog account, get a deposit bonus match, and a free 4 for 4 Pro subscription. Just enter 4 for 4 that's 4-F-O-R-4 in the promo code box, and you'll be off and running, and you can see Jen win because this is clearly Jen's year. Everything's coming up, Jen. Uh, <laughs> today, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to group the teams, uh, wide receivers, in uh, into tiers. We've got a nice little tier uh, site going on, which I'll let Chris talk about. Uh, but we uh, are going to argue and discuss and fight and throw things at each other uh, over uh, – digital distance which should be interesting uh probably just break my own computer but uh we're gonna do that over the wide receiver groups right we're gonna tier them and this is the wide receiver groups in the of in and of themselves so how strong in fantasy are those receivers for you not necessarily the offense as a whole because it might be a good offense but not necessarily the receivers that you want so chris uh why don't you tell us a little bit about the website and i'm gonna bring up your screen yeah, yeah. So the tier maker site, like for those that have not messed with it beforehand, it's such a fun website because especially at this point in the off season where we're literally arguing about everything, if you scroll through your timeline outside of like all the other like horrific things that are going on in this country right now, for people that want to argue about food, if they want to argue about music, if they want to argue about like what whatever thing that they want to. I've saw I've seen this tier maker website being used for people to like rank breakfast foods or breakfast dishes and all the other stuff oh you know, so, you know what you know what about that hot take yeah breakfast food they're all tier five gross all of them all you don't like wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Tier five gross every single you one don't like breakfast food no, i didn't know we no. had denny carter on the show today no, ladies i'm and out gentlemen. i'm out on all breakfast all everything breakfast? yeah yeah oh come on like breakfast is a concept i'm out okay, on let me ask you something yeah bacon mm -hmm. Like, Ugh. come on. That's Just the bacon. most simplest. You don't like bacon? No, 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 no. Don't like They're bacon. Don't, Chris, I, I don't know if we can even be on this yeah. show. I'm out, I'm out on eggs. This is just... I'm out on eggs. I've been out on eggs since I was a kid. Uh, Brandon it, just like pulled the yeah. pin on a grenade and just like yeah, let it did. off like that, before we yeah. even got the show That's started. Like, I don't even know God. how to proceed on this podcast. Yeah. Nah. Waffles, throw them in the trash. Pancakes, nah. Waffle. It's garbage. It's all trash. Breakfast Get rid of everything breakfast related. Breakfast burrito. Ugh. You know, if what? you take all the breakfast items out of the burrito, sure, I'll take that. Oh my <laughs> take God. the eggs out. Maybe you know what? You know what? This is just the wildest. I, I, uh, man, I, I can eat a muffin? whole new side. English I can muffin? eat a hat. I eat an English muffin. I would call Bagel? the function. I mean, right? come on. Yeah, that stuff's functional. Like, 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 I have to eat. Fine, I'll eat toast. I'll eat an English muffin. Oh my God. Fine. Cereal, trash. It's all. It's all trash. I can eat. I can. I can turn into a hash brown. <laughs> That's about the best I got. What is yeah. happening? Oh my god, I could tear into a hash brown. That's about it. <laughs> hash brown, yeah, hash browns are solid. All right. I don't think oh. I've ever met another human that just said cereal is trash. It's trash. Yeah. Is trash. Other, other than out. kids, other than kids that get stuck with like eating kicks. Well, that's like probably like, kicks isn't even a thing anymore, probably, right? Like is kicks a thing? Yes, kicks it is. probably is. Oh, it's still a thing? Yeah, oh, they okay. have like oh. berry flavor and yeah, they Oh, that's not the same. Like you, the original kicks in the orange box that didn't taste like anything. Well, the berry doesn't taste much better than the than the original. Oh, okay. The best yeah. is the knockoff kicks. That's the the thing at the bottom that comes it doesn't you don't even get a box oh you just God. get the bag right <laughs> yeah. it's like instead of kicks it's like socks you know what I mean? oh, oh my. 
<laughs> All right, but this is what this website allows you to do. You can pick whatever you want. You can customize the logos or whatever. But so instead of arguing about food, even though we just did that for the last couple of minutes, and I'm probably going to wind up yelling at Brandon shortly after the show about his <laughs> taste in breakfast food. That's ridiculous. Uh, but we're going to argue about like the wide receiver groups, like Brandon said. And as folks, well, if you happen to see the video, but you can just hear us describe the tiers because we got everything from elite tier just for wide receivers right and we can use let's say offensive line play or quarterbacks as a reason to kind of like up and down but just like the talent of the wide receiver group themselves who has the best wide receiver groups and who has the worst so essentially we're for fantasy absolutely so we're going from let's say an easy one might be the Bengals wide receiver group i would say probably at at least the solid to elite tier we can debate that but let's say bottom rung of the wide receiver groups in nfl maybe the texans so it's just again you can argue over you know the the pros and cons or like where they're supposed to be tiered but it's, that's what we'll wind up doing for the next like half hour or so and see whatever random offshoots or debates we get into as we go through it i like it it's going to be fun so uh we've got our tier uh, our tiers up and uh chris is driving so we'll start with a team and uh, i know i've already done my prep and i have my uh my tears in front of me. So I'll just kind of criticize. That's what I'll do. I'll let okay. Chris and Jen build this and I'll just pipe in and make fun of you and criticize you uh, the All entire right. way. <laughs> well, you already said you've got some surprises and that breakfast take was already a doozy. Look, so uh, I can't this, even that's, recover that's what I'm here that. for. I'm not going to lie. I'm just <laughs> like, sitting to... here reeling. Like I can't yeah. even focus on football. I right didn't now. do a ton of prep for this and I'm completely just thrown off. Uh, yeah, I'm completely yeah, thrown that's what I'm here. I'm playing right, wild start. card tonight. Okay, well, then let's start off with something easy. Since I already tossed that one out, I'll put the Bengals up at the elite tier for their wide receiver group. Tell me why. Can anybody tell me why I'm wrong or if we should move them down a rung? No, I mean, they had two guys, but uh, both Chase and Higgins were, were in the top 13 in fantasy points per game last year. Throw in Boyd, who's, you know, he was wide receiver 37. I mean, I don't know that you can really knock them down. Uh, Burrow another year, you know, yeah, they're up there for me. Yeah, elite, and if I was ranking by number, number one. Number one on that list would be the Cincinnati Bengals for me as a wide receiver group. But I, you can see me nodding, but I will keep my Bengals bias out of it. I, was just <laughs> I don't know it about out there number one. For me, I mean, but they're, they're, they're yeah, they're top two, top mm -hmm. three. Okay. They're there. All right. I, think, I think if you've got one of those top two guys, then you're in good shape. So Okay. All right, so then since we were talking about it earlier, and I'm gonna go ahead, we'll we'll nominate. I'll nominate another team, and then uh, Jen, I'll have you nominate like a, a couple of teams after this one. I'm gonna go ahead and throw this one out here. Oh, average? No. Put, put the Miami Dolphins wide receiver group at average. Um, I I I disagree. I I think they're at least solid, and depend solid. Uh, for me personally, I mean, you've got Hill, right? He was wide receiver seven last year, obviously a different quarterback. Waddle was wide receiver 21 in, in his rookie year. You got two guys in the top 21. You got Cedric Wilson, who's actually decent um, in, in the mix. I think that, you know, I think a lot of people aren't giving Tua enough credit. We're not really sure what's going to happen with Tua. Um, so I, th I would put them at solid. May I mean, yeah, 
I would put them in solid at least for me personally. Brandon, Brandon, other you? other Dolphins fan, like give me give me your. No, that was not a fandom bias. thing. That that's yeah. a, all, right. all right, all right. The, the fan in me says elite, but I think the question mark of Tua, right? And I'm a Tua believer. Um, I but 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 he is, but I admit he is a question mark, right? We don't know. Uh, how good he could be. Uh, but I do know that Jalen Waddell was very good last year, especially over the second half of the season. Uh, and so I think that they're at least solid because we saw a run-based attack that wasn't very good with uh, some backup quarterback play uh, make Jalen Waddell a wide receiver two last year and a wide receiver one in several weeks. So I think that with Mike McDaniel coming over, if they have any kind of increase, then I think that uh, we should expect similar production from Waddell or Hill. I do think that it's very possible Hill comes in and takes a lot of that production from Waddle, and I think that that's a situation. So uh, the offense, they may run on the ball a lot, so that knocks them down from elite, even though I think Waddle and Hill probably from a talent level are elite. Uh, Fantasy-wise, I would make them solid, but that's because I'm more bullish on this Dolphins offense. I think with I, I like Mike McDaniel, the coach. I think he comes over bringing um, some good concepts over. I think that both those players are players that you can give them the ball in space and they can just rack up yak. And I think that's going to help them be both at least wide receiver two realm. Uh, so that's why I have them in the solid category. But I, I, I hear you, Chris. Why'd you put them on average? Actually, it was just to, to start the discussion and see, like, and see the reaction. I was one of the reaction. No, I'm 100 with both you guys. It'd be almost. <laughs> I'd be talking on both sides of my mouth if I didn't also value both Hill. I'm slightly lower on Hill, but not enough such that he should be outside of, let's say, even like the top 24 wide receivers at this point. And the market clearly reflects the fact that we've got at least two wide receivers within the top 24, not like like not necessarily similar to like uh, Higgins and Chase because they're both essentially in the top 12, but just same general concept, right? You've got two good wide receivers, two efficient wide receivers on an offense where really if the only knock on them is like their quarterback, which is more of a question mark than a knock than anything else, then I do think that they're they should be solidly in the solid tier at this point. I don't really think there's any reason to doubt it. And like, and even the depth that they were uh, that they have too, because Jen pointed them out. I mean, Cedric Wilson, like in spurts, like last season with Dallas, like he popped up for a number of decent games as well, like last year. So I think they've got the they've got the heavy hitters up front with Waddle and Hill. It looks like even behind them, if we want to. I know this is just wide receiver group, but we want to extend this to pass catchers. If they got Wilson, if they got Gusecki, they've got, I mean, if you want to throw Chase Edmonds in there as well. So they've got overall, there's enough structure around Tua such to make that the uncertainty, I guess, less of a knock against the entire offense because there's a chance all those pass catchers to kind of pull Tua into having a productive fantasy season. So I'm with, I'm with both of you. And I'll be honest with you. If the wide receiver three on the team is fantasy relevant, which I think Cedric Wilson is, I know Tyler Boyd is if, if they're fantasy relevant, that puts them up a tier for me as a team. Yeah. hundred percent. I think that's absolutely fair. So now I'm with both of you. Uh, I think the dolphins should definitely belong in the solid group. Uh, Jen, I'll kick it to you. Who, which team do you want to nominate? Like where, like, where should we go after this? Pick any team and throw them in any tier. Um, all right. You know what? I am going to, um, I'll stay up top here um, and I'll throw the chargers up into the uh, elite bit. Well, yeah, I'll put them in the elite bin. Elite bin. I all feel right. like they're, I feel like they're like a low level, like an elite slash solid, but I'll just throw them up there for now in, in elite to see. I mean, listen, you've got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, both top 15 guys last year and half PPR points per game. You've got Joshua Palmer. You also have Guyton um, that have fantasy relevancy as well. Um, you've got, you know, a high scoring offense with, 
you know, Herbert, I keep saying this, I said this about Burrow, but with Herbert, you know, another year in the league, he's only getting better. So yeah, I'm going to throw them up in elite. You guys uh, disagree? Brandon, I'll, I'll let you go on this one first. They are elite on my list and they are the number three. Uh, if I were ranking them by numbers, they were, they would be number three. Although it's, there's a, there's a grouping after the top two for me that I, uh, that, that you could talk me into fourth or fifth or sixth, but, but they're number three on my list and definitely in the elite category. Okay. All right. I guess it's just me out on an Island, uh, for this one. I, (laughs) I, I don't know, to be quite honest, because I don't know what to think about that entire offense. Like not just, uh, like the personnel, you can sell me on every single one of those guys. Well, take that back. I'm not sold on Mike Williams at his cost for this season because we saw for what he that is first pricey. like yeah, the first like six-ish weeks or so where he was like his target share was up, his average depth of target was actually down. So around in like the 10 to 12-ish range, where you see more wide receiver one or alphas like being used in that general field. Cause that means you're just running a more wide variety of routes. And that's what we want to see from a guy like Mike Williams. That's fine. But after that, his average depth of target spiked up, his volume dropped down because they pushed him back out to the outside. It looked like he was having more of the same role he had historically had over the previous two seasons. And then actually, we saw the Chargers even pass, start to pass even less once we got into the later parts of the season. So I don't know what to think about this Mike Lombardi-led offense. In I know it's year two. And I, I know everything could probably be fine. And even Keenan Allen himself, like his yards per route run over the past like four seasons have started to decline as well since he's getting up there in age. So it's just, I think they're at the front of the solid tier just because we've got the two good guys who are legitimately good. I wouldn't say like Keenan Allen is elite anymore. And I wouldn't say Mike Williams is elite either. And then we just have a bunch of question marks afterwards. Like Josh Palmer, I get the hype behind him and I'm in on Josh Palmer too, but we don't know. And Jalen Guyton, speed guy, depth, and all that. But we don't know if they're going to be guys that we can rely on from a fantasy standpoint. I'm taking, I'm talking about more like redraft. In best ball, I've gotten my shares of both. Now, if this team were to sign a guy like Will Fuller, 100%, like to the moon with this entire offense, because I would have at least more, I don't know, more certainty or more trust in having a guy like him who we know can be a deep threat, but also can operate as a team's wide receiver one. So, I don't know. That's why I'm just more on the they're at the beginning of that solid tier for me versus saying that they belong in the same tier as as the Bengals would. But that's just me. I get what you're saying about like, especially Mike Williams. Like, I get that he was inconsistent, right? He's got injury issues. He was also up and down, like you said, as far as his output. However, at the end of the day, he was wide receiver 12. You know, right. Right. Points wise, that's where he was. Allen Mm -hmm. was 15. Mm-hmm. So it's like through the ups and downs and, and yes, riding with him every week is, is scary as far as like, do I start him? Do I not? What's he going to do? But at the end of the day, output wise, he had the 12th highest points you know, per game and half PPR scoring. So, right. Yeah. That's also, kinda, yeah. I'm just going to say we're everyone's welcome to join me on Jalen Guyton Island. Uh, it, it's a beautiful this time of year. There's lots of Mai Tais, wonderful drinks. Uh, Jalen Guyton Island. I can, great place I can, to be. Yeah, I can, I can. 1000%. Like he's going to be, he's essentially the new Deshaun Jackson. Like for me, it's just like those, even though Deshaun Jackson, yep. every, I know everybody like comps speed guys to Deshaun Jackson, even though Deshaun Jackson on top of the speed also have the elusiveness of players that you just don't see anymore. But at least from the, I'll just draft him because I know that he'll have like a two target 
30 yard gain one week. And then the next week it'll be like six catches for 200 yards and two touchdowns. It's like 100% in the range of outcomes for a guy like him. So I get it, but yeah, I think you guys, you guys got me sold. We'll leave it here in the elite tier. Uh, Jen, you got the next one. Um, Let's see. Uh, where should we go on the board? I didn't really prepare. I only prepared like the top ones. Um, but I mean, I think it's pretty easy to kind of look and be like, okay, gross. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to put the bears. I'm going to go bears in gross because um, yeah, let's just, let's just throw them there. Um, see if any of you feel differently or feel like, you know, I understand the Mooney hype and people are fired up about him, but after that, it's kind of a falls off a cliff as far as I'm concerned. Um, that offense is, you know, I mean, it has nowhere to go, but up, but I don't know how up it can go this year. Yeah, like the what the the ceiling is the floor for right. the Bears I mean, at, at this point. <laughs> I don't know, of, like yeah, Velas Jones, anybody? And I guess I haven't heard anything about this, but didn't like did Byron Pringle? He had like a DUI or something like that. Just oh, throughout, I didn't hear that. The, I didn't see. Yeah, that. he had like a uh, he got arrested for something in the past like few months, and so of course in the. A slew of other suspensions that we're expecting the league to hand down over the next, you know, few weeks or so. Whether it be uh, the nasty man up in Cleveland, Alvin Kamara. I mean, Pringle. There's a solid chance that he could also be suspended at this point because I don't know. I forget like with the DUI policy or whatever uh, with this new uh, CBA. If that's if it's like the first time, if it's a first, he's a first time offender. Then he doesn't get anything. I, I don't know. But at least there's a chance he could wind up getting suspended. Yeah, reckless so. driving was was what it was. That's but that's all was. I'm seeing. Yeah, so he's yeah. arrested on misdemeanor reckless driving. Yeah. So who knows, like, what could happen there? But if he falls out of the picture, then it's just like, what? What is this offense? Gross is what it is. That's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not much changes? higher than that. I had him in. Uh oh. Because oh, really? uh, if yeah, because if I'm looking and I'm bears heavy at the receiver, I'm gonna look at my roster and be like, uh oh. But I'm not going to be gross because I do like Mooney. Mooney was Mooney was a solid wide receiver too for a lot of last year, and that was on a really bad offense. So I am buying the Mooney hype. So if he's if I'm looking at my roster, Mooney's my wide receiver too. I can talk myself into that being okay. But I'm I'm still if I'm Bears heavy and if Mooney's my wide receiver one, all that stuff. I'm looking at my roster. I'm going, uh oh, yeah. <laughs> I like I like how you say that too. Like, uh oh. <laughs> all right, uh, so. Actually, it's your turn, Brandon. Like, who? Like, give me, give me two teams, or give me one team, like right now. Where should we move yep. on the board? I'm gonna give you something. Another one that's gross. The New England Patriots are gross. They're they're absolutely gross. Uh, I, All right. You know, you can squint and like Jacoby Myers. You can squint and like Devontae Parker. But you know, injuries and lack of touchdowns and uh, just the offense in general. I mean, you look at that offense, right? Josh McDaniels is gone. He was the only person in that building who liked to throw the ball. Bill Belichick is supposedly going to consider calling plays. They might run the ball every single time. They had bad weather. Mac Jones threw the ball, what, like negative seven times and that? Yeah, right? It's just, yeah, I, I just, I cannot get excited about any of the receiving core in New England. Now, if we rank tight end groups, running back groups, we're going to have a different conversation. Uh, I don't even hate Mac Jones. I just don't think the volume is going to be there to make any of these guys even a wide receiver two on a regular basis. I mean, you're not twisting my arm to put them at the, at this point. Did you know? So I was listening to I forget which podcast it was. Uh, it was like one of the other like, you know, fantasy uh, like fantasy podcasts, But they were pulling some information from The Athletic. And did you know that apparently right, as of right now, the thought process is that 
Bill Belichick is going to be the one that's going to be essentially piloting the offense mm-hmm. like this yeah. season. That's scary. <laughs> but on top of that, what's like, which makes it like, which puts us in a whole other level of hell is the fact that Matt Patricia might also have like some fingerprints on the offense as well. But he was, he's likely going to be calling plays from the booth. So guess who's going to be down on the field with more of a hands-on approach to Mac Jones uh, alongside Bill Belichick. Who's that? Joe freaking judge. <laughs> Think about that. I'll that tell you what. Gross. I'll tell you what. I'm I'm a buy a lot of Ramondre Stevenson in best ball, and that's it. I'm I'm gonna yeah. leave everything else alone. <laughs> like I, I I like Jacoby Myers at like, at his cost. Just I mean, and that's really it. Yeah, I, mean, well, I, I like Kendrick Bourne. I mean, I oh, feel like he's not bad he was, either. He had he was a surprisingly good fantasy guy last year. I mean, from that offense, he had a streak. I don't remember it, but they because I, I actually had him on one of my teams, and he was you know you know maybe a four to five week stretch where he was like a wide receiver one, you know. I mean, it wasn't consistent and it wasn't the whole season, but he did have a decent stretch last year, and so I feel kind of badly for him. I don't know that I've drafted any Patriots in, in like I haven't drafted fifty Mac or Jones. so best balls that I've done. I don't think I have any. I've got plenty of Hunter Henry, uh, and like we're talking about earlier, Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I have the, some and the Stevenson. two running backs. And I have a little bit of Damian Harris, but I don't. I don't have any of the wide receivers. But like, just an absolute yeah. bagel at Mac yeah, Jones. And same. hearing that thought process, or that uh, like the what the beat writers are saying about like how that coaching like might go down this season, having that rotation at as your like quote unquote mentor at the position, whether it's Bill Oof. Belichick, Matt Patricia, or Joe Judge, Oof. I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, I, yeah, I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> That's gross. That is gross right there. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, what's your next one? So uh, this one might be a little controversial. Another one I've got gross is uh, the Green Bay Packers. I've got the Green Bay Packers gross. Uh, You know, I know one of those guys is probably going to be good, but I just, I don't want to guess who. And anytime I'm looking at my roster and I have like in my top three or four receivers, I have one of those Packers. I'm immediately going, ew, gross. I hate my team. So that that's, that's my feeling about the Green Bay Packers. Definitely in the gross category. I, I I think I'd put them. Personally, an uh oh, because you have Aaron Rodgers, and I feel like someone's going to be relevant, whether it's Lazard, whether it's Randall Cobb, whether it's, you know, Watson or Romeo Dubes. Um, I personally, I'd put them in a oh. I mean, I don't love them, but uh, I don't know that they're as gross as the other two that are that are sharing that spot just because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we need like an extra tier for like really, really super disgusting gross. And that's like we could call the bottom tier the breakfast tier and it'd be the Patriots. Oh, my that, God. Just the Patriots or, like, alone. If, if we just had like a tier in between here and it was just that about to vomit face emoji, like it just like in between <laughs> that, that would that would probably work for this. It's like, yeah. uh oh, almost about to vomit. And then like this is just absolutely yeah, gross. just gross. But, but no, the biohazard to be Patriots. I think Jen does have a point, though, because now if you look at the three teams in this tier, like this team, all right, so Chicago, their quarterback, we're praying that Justin Fields winds up being good, but still has question marks. Mac Jones, question marks there, but hopefully it turns out to be well. This one does stick out. I, I will say that that one does stick out a bit. Like even if we do have question marks about what Alan Lazard could be, Christian Watson, Dubs, Dubs, I've heard it pronounced both yeah, ways. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure I said it wrong. Uh, but like I've even heard like Julio Jones linked to them. That's like they now, could now sign that him. would change my that would change right. my view. Yeah. We're, we're not going off that right now. Just what they currently <laughs> have. So I like my I would side with Jen on this one and put them in uh oh because like if 
like one injury, uh, any of the like, uh, was it David Bakhtiari on their offensive line? Like he's supposed to be back, hasn't been practicing yet with the team, even throughout like most of OTAs. So it's like their defense could be one of the best defenses in the NFL. Okay, they they happen to have drafted like one of those guys like from that random uh, was that random college team that just won uh, last year. Um, I don't know. One of the I think it was. Uh... I don't know. One that doesn't matter, I think. I think yeah, I don't remember. Wow. I don't remember who it was. Uh, but they've got a good defense. <laughs> this one? So, oh, yeah. No, no. Wow. <laughs> I wow. just realized I'm wearing the shirt. <laughs> that, just, that really worked out for you, now, didn't it? Like, everything's coming up, Jen. I everything's like, coming up, Jen. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know what's going to so, happen, right? Jen is going to draft the Packers receiver that's good. Wh- whoever it is, Jen's going to draft him. That's, that's, that's the way it's, it's going to be dubs, then. It's going to be done. I actually have a lot of him in best ball. <laughs> I do because I, you know what? He's, it's easy. Like I've been finding myself taking Rogers because he's cheap and everyone's kind of skipping him because, and then at the end I back, you know, I stack him and Tunyon and it's just, it's easy. You know? mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm out on dubs. I think he's one of those guys we get excited about in the off season. And then he doesn't see a snap. Oh, he he cut. Wasn't he undrafted? Was he undrafted? It was a late round pick. I, I think. Know. Oh, okay. It was All late right. day three, but yeah. All right, I Anywho. would push for I'll push for uh oh. Okay. <laughs> That's two fine. Again, two against one. Yeah. Throw them up there. All right. That's fine. If you guys wanna if you guys wanna go vanilla on me, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh so what back to me and I'll I'll do a couple. Uh so let's see. I've got I'll put the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver group. I'll put them at uh oh. I'm just I don't care like if the about the like Rashad Bateman, absolutely. But past that, have we seen anything from Devin Duvernay, James Prochet, uh, any of the other wide receivers currently on that roster to even think that this is just, again, wide receiver group? Because if we wanted to extend this to include the tight ends, of course, you have to include Mark Andrews in that conversation. Of course, that'd be an entirely different conversation. So if we're just looking at the wide receivers, I'm looking at that saying they are one twisted ankle away from this being gross. Have you looked at the rest of the wide receivers currently on like Baltimore's depth chart? They've got a guy on the roster by the name of Slade Bolden, which is like one of the awesomest names that I've ever heard in my it's entire life. a good life. name. That's it's a an good awesome name. name but yeah. never heard of him. Don't even know if he's good or not, but he's on the roster. So like they are like, we're excited about Rashad Bateman, but after that, it's just a bunch of, oh, like I, this could be bad. I think that's fair. I I uh, I like Bateman a lot, but it's the same thing with Duvernay, right? What why I put the Bears in uh oh is because it's one guy, and like you said, everybody else, eh. Yeah, like you're tied to like a really good quarterback, and I think that's the general theme we've got going in here. But like other than that, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm I'm concerned. I, I'm definitely concerned. Uh, all right, so then I'll I'll do one more. This is gross. Card Cardinals. <gasps> I'm not. Cardinals is, Cardinals is gross. Gross. I'm sorry, man. It's I I I cannot abide by this. We talked about this with uh, Andy Barons on the uh, on the show, like when he was on for the uh, airing our grievances. Like, <clears throat> what what are the Cardinals doing, man? This is completely unserious in terms of trying to build out a roster. You've got my man AJ Green down there in his twilight years. And having to force him out there alongside what DeAndre Hopkins signing will be there for six games. They bring in Marquise Brown. And then after that, what Rondale Moore last year, who had an average depth of target of 1.2 yards. And after that, they've got nobody. So I, the, the, yeah, this is gross. I like, I cannot abide by the, what the Cardinals have done. 
So I have them average because I do think Hollywood Brown is going to be at least a wide receiver too. I just think he will be. And I think Hopkins will be too when he comes back. So uh, that's why I have them average. But you know, I, the more I hear you talk about the Cardinals, like the more you can talk me into it. Like, um, you know, we've talked about this before. Kyler Murray's favorite movie is Gatsby. Uh, that That's it's a big red flag for me. That's and a, it's, yeah, that's, see, that's, that's gross on its own. Right. It seems really difficult to me. And nothing wrong with Gatsby, but your favorite movie, favorite, right. favorite, yeah. all the movies, history of movies, no, no hesitation at all. Gatsby. That's it. it it's, I mean, it's a tough one. I, it's a tough listen, one. Brandon, I, I think that his favorite movie in Gatsby is like less like, I mean, the fact that you don't like breakfast food, like that is so much worse than this dude's movie. <laughs> coming back to that. I mean, it's the Gatsby of food. Like, how I get it. dare oh you God. sit up there in this top little square and say that his favorite movie is to get Gatsby. So you can't get behind him. Well, oh, you my God. Food. Like, that just... To be fair, to be fair, I'm also a terrible quarterback, to be fair. It's well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I... right, so, 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 Jen, like, what's yeah. what's your vote then? I mean, I wouldn't have him as gross because I do feel like with with Brown and Hopkins and AJ Green, you know, may still have a couple catches in him. I'd put him more in the in the uh oh, but I don't hate. I mean, you know, I I can understand why you know, and I know that you are vehemently in the gross because we've we've talked about this on this podcast. So I'm cool with leaving them where they are. But if it was my own tier, I probably would have them up a little bit. All right, you guys guys have sold me. So we go average. No, you, why, don't, why don't we split the difference and just go? Oh. Yeah, we can All split right, the fair. difference. I think that's well. Fair. I mean, you can clearly see the theme of like the the teams that we've put here in good Uh-oh, quarterback, right? questionable receivers. Yeah, good questionable receivers. So yeah, so you guys are right, and let the record stand that I do agree with the fact that yeah, Marquise, Marquise Brown should be good for fantasy when Yoder Hopkins comes back. Should be good for fantasy. I'm just upset with the way the Cardinals are building this roster. That's fair. It's fair I'm, criticism. I'm just, I'm just mad. I'm this, just mad. I, I also think Cliff Kingsbury. Eh. I think Next, fake sharp. This might, yeah, this might not be, uh, might, might not be long for, for the desert, but we'll see. Totally uncreative offense. It's just, it's just bad all around. <laughs> yeah. Ruined Jim. by Andy Isabella. I was excited about Andy Isabella. Ruined him too. That's just, yeah. <laughs> Jen. All right, Jen to you. Okay. Um, this one is kind of interesting for me. Um, I'm going to go with the Vikings and I'm kind of like, I'm kind of back and forth between solid and average. And I know a lot of people, um, yeah, I mean, first of all, obviously Justin Jefferson is Justin Jefferson, right? But if you look at last year, you've got Jefferson was wide receiver four. Thielen was wide receiver 16. Like, nobody likes Thielen. No one wants to draft Thielen. He was still wide receiver 16 last year. Yes, he's, you know, been, test, you know, known to be touchdown dependent, but the guy is still, you know, Osborne is nothing to really, I mean, he's fantasy relevant at times. So I feel like, yeah, I mean, I like the Vikings. You know, this is kind of the opposite situation with all the uh-oh guys, right? It's like not the best quarterback, but there's good talent at wide receiver. So, I put them in, you know, maybe a solid minus, I don't know, or an average plus, whatever. So, like, whatever. if we had, like, more teams, they'd be, like, out here yeah. on solid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm with that. 
I can get with that. Brandon, where okay. are you at with the Vikings? I have them as elite, uh, but oh, you you can okay. talk me into solid. Oh. But because the two the two guys at the top are so good, and because KJ Osborne is relevant, and because I think they will throw the ball more with Kevin O'Connell calling the play or with Kevin O'Connell in town, uh, you know Mike Zimmer didn't like throwing the ball, and now they've got an offense. They specifically went after somebody who does like throwing the ball. So I think we're going to see more volume. I think Kurt, Kurt Cousins is at least average, if not like maybe slightly this much above average uh, as a quarterback. He can throw. Um, I I think it's kind of an underrated passing attack i mean obviously everybody loves justin jefferson but like jen said Thielen is quietly productive all the guy does is score touchdowns uh and so you know like another vikings great chris carter all he did was score touchdowns so uh, nobody wants to take him though like he's falls in every draft i'm yeah, in i i'm happy to scoop him up i he's he's a lot he's my wide receiver three a lot because because uh, he's available pretty late and uh so i have them elite but you can talk me down to solid i i think that's fair I think I'm with both of you. Uh, I think like solid is probably the property valuation for them. Given the, I wouldn't say like Kirk cousins, I would say Jeff slightly underrated. Cause I think even with the talent that they currently have, there's a chance Kirk cousins could outperform Aaron Rodgers, Like in terms of like quarterback, like just fantasy play. Right. I think that there's that chance. And if we're excited about Justin Jefferson, except still excited about Adam Thielen, just those wide receivers, yeah, I think I think they are solidly in the solid tier, but maybe towards like well, not solidly in the solid tier. Let's say like <laughs> midway. They're average solid, <laughs> average like average minus or like sure. solid minus. Like we'll 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 go with yeah. that. Yeah. All right. You won't hear okay. any more arguments from me on them. Is, is it back to me now? Go get get another one, Jen. I think we're doing two each. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. All Jen. right. Let's see. Who should I throw up there next? Um, let's go with the Bucks. Um, okay. Uh-huh. I think the Bucks are, I mean, with Godwin, I'd put them in elite, but I guess without Godwin, I'd put them in solid. So I don't know. I put them somewhere in there. Uh, you know, I think Evans wide receiver eight. Godwin was 11 last year. Gage was 39 on a different team. But, you know, you've got those three. You also have the randoms that, that Brady seems to find, like Scotty Miller and whoever else. I don't even know who else is there this year. But so, um, you know, you also have a 45 year old man throwing the ball that's a robot. So I don't know. You know, but I do, you know, I like them. I think that uh, Godwin is kind of being overdrafted right now. Excuse me. Based on the fact that he is going to miss time. But uh, yeah, they're definitely up and in, in within the, I'd say solid. I don't know. Do either of you have a different feeling? It's funny. My note is, is your quote. Like my, the note I have is uh, when, if Godwin's a hundred percent, they're elite. Otherwise they're solid. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's, I think that's a hundred percent. I knew it wasn't a controversial take or anything, but I just feel like it's scary though. Like we're all kind of the Tom Brady situation. It's like, we know that at some point, you know, he has to fall off. Right. I mean, we've watched, every other quarterback, you know, in their early forties fall off and you watch it happen, you know, in real time, like Peyton Manning, you saw it happen, you know, from where he was, you know, throwing really well to not being able to throw at all. And I feel like getting benched in the same game, he broke the touchdown record. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And they won the Super Bowl that year, but you know, it was, you know, it was ugly. And I, you know, so far Brady has, He's 45 years old. Like, it's just, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, yeah. it is. But he's, we're all drafting his receivers and him as if he's 38, you know? So I don't know. I guess we'll <laughs> see how that goes. 
Let's uh, I, I'm gonna do two that I don't think are controversial, and we'll just we'll right. just breeze through them. So because we right. do we do need to have a few teams that we don't really talk too much about. So uh, for time reasons, uh, the Giants I put in the gross category. Uh, any one of those guys could be really good, but it's just really hard for me to pick which one. So if I'm banking on any one of them, then I feel gross about it. If I have them as my wide receiver five six type of thing, then I'm excited about the upside. I probably I could see the uh, oh case for them just because I am somewhat excited about Kadarius Tony in the games that he played. And then if Kenny Galladay is just healthy and they're attached to now what we think is going to be a good offense with Brian Dable coming over. So like, I think it's they're more uh oh for me. I don't even know if we can expect Sterling Shepard back at any point since he tore his Achilles, what, like six months ago. Yeah, that looks rough. Yeah. So it's just they're more like uh oh for me, but points well taken. Yeah, and I have a lot of them. I, I actually love Kenny Galladay, um, but but I I'm not feeling good if if he's if he's anchoring my fantasy team. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I Who's have your other like one? no Giants, but anyway, go ahead. Uh, and then the Rams, I'm going to put in the elite. They're my number two. I think Allen Robinson's great. Cooper Cup is obviously great. That team's going to continue to throw. And Van Jefferson is relevant and uh, probably even a fourth. You could probably even uh, talk me into one of those other guys, especially if they bring down OB, bring back OBJ. Squowernick? So. Yeah, yeah, Squowernick. You can talk me into him a little bit. So um, Tutu Atwell, maybe. They say they want him to be on offense a little bit more. But but definitely uh, Van Jefferson's definitely on a lot of my rosters. So Okay, fair enough. I'm with that. All right. Uh, so what to me? All right. Uh, let's see. I'll try. Let's let's talk about a like. I think I'll put the Falcons at. Uh oh. I'm just going on positive vibes at this point. It seems like it's going to be fun. Uh huh. Yeah. You, know, you got you got Drake London. You know you've got Kyle Pitts, but I know he's a tight end, so not really part of this conversation. But just overall, this could be fun. This also could be really bad. So I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah i you know i vowed that i was not going to draft brian edwards and i have been drafting brian edwards <laughs> see look at you i yep. know i vowed as soon as as soon as he went to the falcons i was like nope nope i'm not getting suckered into this guy again because he's i've i've been suckered into him every year wherever he is and then i end up you know he hasn't done anything but uh i i will say i have drafted him yep and they've got my guy Auden tate like sitting there too so it's just like th this could be fun but at the same time it could be really bad yeah, they could they could definitely end up gross, but I I I'm I'm cool with uh oh for those guys. Yeah, we're just going on we're going on positive vibes here. Yeah, no no argument here. Uh, also, I'm drafting Desmond Ritter as my third quarterback in uh, Puppy Superflex. Um, every once in a while, just for fun. sure. Yeah. yeah, he could See, win. I've been drafting like Mariota as my third yeah. quarterback also, too. Also yeah. valid, right? Very yeah. exciting. Okay, uh, I'll go ahead and throw I'll throw one more out there. San Francisco at solid. Wow. Okay. Tell me where I'm wrong. So you may not be wrong. I have them as uh oh. And uh oh. I put I'd split the difference and go average. So yeah. all right. My thing is, I just I think that Debo got so much of his production last year from running the ball, and it sounds like he doesn't want to do it. And it sounds like the 49ers don't want Jimmy G to be the guy. And so Trey Lance, who looked really rough. Uh, now, I know he had some splash plays with Debo last year that uh, helped pad both their stats in in those splits, but I, I, a lot of uncertainty with San Francisco. If Debo is my wide receiver one, wide receiver two, I, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous, and then I think that the volume, I, I don't think they're going to throw the ball. So the volume, Brandon Ayuk, I'm just not that interested in anybody else. Um, 
you know, I'm going to buy Kittle and I'm going to throw a dart at a few of those running backs and I'm going to count on Trey Lance probably rushing for touchdowns. But I, I want to stay away from that receiver group. You're not into Juwan Jones? Right. Yeah. Danny Gray? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meh. Full on me. That's my that's my sca- my my in depth analysis on Danny Gray is me. <laughs> All right, fair. All right, I guess I'll I'll side. Look, we'll split the difference, and I'll go with Jen on this one and say they're I'd say they're average, like for fantasy purposes, because I think Brandon, your point is well taken that we don't know what this offense is going to be like with Trey Lance under center, and even though like Debo Samuel, I think he racked up what 1,300, 1,400, That's just receiving yards last year like all purpose we had like was he trying to go for like 2k or something like that which he, I thought he was, was like up there it was the touchdowns though were were what was so right. uh, incredible last year so and, and also he can still make his bones off of like yards after the catch because i think it was like him and cooper cup that were up there in terms of yards after the catch like per reception also, like last season. also not the most durable guy last year he was pretty good but not the he most durable tank. guy just say it. yeah like his running so, style yeah, yeah. And we're still waiting to see if IU can really be the wide receiver they draft him to be for an entire season because he was still, I don't know if it was the doghouse thing with Shanahan for the first few weeks of the season or just like working his way back from injury because I think he was injured throughout most of training camp last year too. So it's possible. So I think there is a definite, I'd say, tier break when you look at the guys we're talking about in the solid group. So going from Hill Waddle, Jefferson Thielen, Evans, assuming Godwin's healthy, or even Gage as well, to like IU can Debo. So I think that's fair. I think it's absolutely fair with the way that we currently have this set up to look at San Francisco as, let's say, at best average compared to the rest of the groups. I think that's fine. Okay. All right. All where right. we want to go next? Am I up? Um, all right. Let's go with let's go with Denver. Um, they're interesting. I well, I'm gonna go solid with Denver. Because it's kind of unknown, right? They're, I mean, there's a there's they have four guys that can actually yeah. be decent, right? You got Sutton, you got Judy, you got Patrick, you got Hamler, all capable of fantasy relevancy. Not really sure, you know. They've all struggled. Cortland has been injured. Judy wasn't fan. He was injured as well and was not fantastic last year in his day. You know, so Patrick and Hamler, Hamler got hurt, all of that. So they have Russell Wilson now. They have Hackett. You know, a whole new regime. Uh, couldn't think of that word for a sec. So yeah, I think they have the potential to be elite. We're just not really sure. So I'd throw them at solid. Either of you guys have an argument there? No, no that's actually opinion. everything that I think about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yep. All right, then I'll throw another one out there. Let's go. What else can I throw out there? You know, an interesting one to me is Buffalo, right? Because you've got. Um, uh, I. I'm sure there's there's many that, that think they're elite, but I don't. I, I'd put them more at solid to average. Um, I, obviously, I like Diggs a lot. Uh, I think Gabe Davis is, you know, I think he's a question mark for where people seem to be putting him. Crowder can be Crowder. You know, he's had his moments. Uh, so, yeah, I think that, you know, obviously they have – you know, arguably the best quarterback in the game right now. So that obviously puts them, you know, into that higher bracket. But after Diggs, I think it's still a little bit iffy as far as maybe not fantasy relevancy, but ADP wise, like whether they're worth their value price wise. So that's why they're not elite to me. I don't know. Do you guys feel like they should be elite? 
No, I think that okay. solid is probably the right spot for them, just yeah, based off I, of what you I said. I think Diggs is elite. I think Davis is average. I okay. think it we meet in solid. Okay, yep. cool. 100%. Right. I'm with there. All right, Brandon, to you. Uh, I'm going to put the Raiders in elite. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I just think Ooh, that... Oh, that is not the Raiders, though. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's... Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Chris with a spoiler of what, what of his right? uh, one of his uh, shocking choices, I'm guessing. Um. <laughs> no, I, I like the Raiders there, Brandon. I have them uh, I have them in my elite pile as well. Yeah. I think they're going to throw. I think Derek Carr is going to rack up yards. I think Devontae Adams and Hunter Renfro are very solid in that regard. And uh, I, I, th- I think they're going to have a good season. So I have them in elite... Are you guys, uh, then, hold on before you go. Are you guys sure. drafting Demarcus Robinson, Keelan Cole? Are you, are you, I've got a little Robinson here and there. Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. It just hasn't landed that way for me. I've so. grabbed him at the very end. If I'm doing, you know, a car, like a, some sort of a Vegas stack or if I can't I'm, do it. or if I'm trying to do a correlation with, you know, the Niners there for week 17 and I just need a body at the end, I'll, I'll grab okay. Robinson. Um, right. I'm not like, you know, I'm not aiming for him, but if it's, you know, if it lands that way stack wise or correlation wise, I've grabbed him a couple times. I will confess. I have one Mac Hollins share. So, Oh, wow. I do have one, do have one share of Mac Hollins. You did that on purpose. I did, <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. Yeah. Shocking. Wow. Um, you know, I, I had a situation where um first off I am a dolphins fan. Right. Um, okay, Mac Collins, yeah. he, you know, little red zone guy. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not predicting he does well, but I, you know, just in case I, I I've feel grabbed like he's going to foster Moreau. I'm not going to lie there. Yeah. Wow. It doesn't hurt. I have, listen, right. listen, you never know. Right. If Waller yeah. goes down, I mean, there he is. You've got McDaniels there. He likes the two tight end thing. Yeah. That's true. I, 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 I foster positive feelings about yeah, foster Moreau. I, I I've grabbed him as that. Final I just made dude. Chris vomit. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. I'm just choosing to ignore the I should joke I should I should keep... move them down just No, we're gonna revel in that joke, Jen. We're gonna uh, we're gonna let it yeah. seep in. Okay. Because the everybody knows that jokes are when you have to think about them for a long time, that makes them better. That's that's the way it goes. Yeah. Everybody knows that. That's uh, <laughs> I don't think you have to think about that. I think we got it. It just wasn't really great. Just, uh, then you clearly like, haven't thought about it enough, Jen. Okay. That's the key I gotcha. So, um yeah. but yeah, I will say like you know, you throw in the McDaniels thing, and you throw in the—I don't know—I I grabbed a little Foster Moreau. Uh, sure. there, you know. Yeah. Why not? Why All not? right, to me. Uh, yes. I was going to throw oh. one more out there, if Go that's ahead. okay. Uh, yeah. I have Seattle as average. Um, I feel like the talent level—they're higher. Um, I feel like the quarterback situation has them at oh, and so I have them landing average because of that. Uh, also, I, I kind of Drew Locke was pretty good with Cortland Sutton, and so I kind of feel like DK Metcalf the the dip might be a little too much for him. So uh, interested in both the Seattle receivers at cost right now. So I have them in average. I think that's fair. I, I, I have no pushback on that whatsoever. Um, Yeah, it's tough. Drew Locke is tough. I mean, he's, he's so spotty. Like if he, you know, he's either like incredible deep ball or just a horrendous freaking throw that like, you know, I, I yeah. just, He's tough to he's tough to trust, especially like in redraft. That's the yep. thing. Like in best ball, oh, sure. Yeah, grab yeah. one of those guys and grab lock in the twentieth round and rock and roll. But like if you're actually trying to in redraft, like I don't know, having to decide whether to start Tyler Lockett every week, I just I can't I can't take that on. Yeah. I've already <laughs> taken that on for the last like three or four years with a good quarterback. So I can't uh I can't take that on this season. Yeah. All right, to me? Yes. Detroit. Oh, Ooh, that's spicy. Woo. I love it, Chris. I love it. 
So they go from, I mean, Amon Ross St. Brown, he has that electric run uh, in his rookie season. What, they bring in DJ Chark, they draft Jamison Williams. I, I think overall, I mean, like, of course, they're kind of anchored by Jared Goff. Offensive line should be better since they picked up Sewell. I, yeah, I, this is, I think that that wide receiver core, I mean, again, if we want to keep everything else outside of it, that wide receiver group, I think, is genuinely solid especially if Jamison comes back at some point during, let's say the early parts of the season. And he now gets to be that like primary, like X receiver in that within that group. I think it's pretty solid to be quite honest. Wow. That's interesting. I I just actually, yeah, I have an article coming out either tomorrow or the next day that I wrote up a thing about Shark. So I'm kind of on board a little bit. I'd probably put him an average, but you sold me. I'm good with solid. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with Jen there. I I had him average. I'm happy with them in solid, and I'm excited about it. So yeah, we saw like what the almost instant connection that like line. Josh like Josh Reynolds like had with the group too. Like yeah. once he came and, over, and honestly, Quintez Cephas isn't nothing. He's right. um, you know, so might not so be like, much, but yeah, it's like every name that you mentioned, every wide receiver like did you mention with Detroit? It's like oh yeah, I kind of like that guy. Yeah, and you're just kind of like nodding along, like listing off the names. It's like this isn't bad. This isn't bad. Yeah, so that's that's where I'm at with that one uh so let's see here's the other one. Oh, the elite one. Oh, okay <laughs> oh gross. wow <laughs> i would not gross. put them at gross no no this is I, gross. I disagree that could five like what is it what's the what's the number of picks that new orleans wound up trading just to get chris olave like who of course he like one of my ohio state brethren so that that's fine all fine and dandy but Come on, guys. I, but you know what? I mean, listen, if Michael Thomas, you know, is even halfway decent, I, I feel like you've got Jarvis Landry. Like, I don't think they're gross. I mean, I think there's, I don't know. I'd put them at, uh-oh. I might even put them at average, actually. But I think that, well, I, that's, I think that's fair because if you look at some of the other, like the fantasy Twitter docs, like, you know, that are around, uh, the, that we follow, uh, it's not looking good for Michael Thomas at this point. Yeah, no, uh, I know. So. I mean, I'm not drafting him, so I mean, yeah. yeah. But but point well taken. I, I'm just I'm mad yeah. about the way that this the team. Well, the, not mad. It's just more of like New Orleans being New Orleans and just being completely just. We don't care. We're gonna. We think we're still in it, even though we just lost our Hall of Fame quarterback, who actually was on well on the decline at that point in his career when he decided to hang him up. But still, it's and we just promoted career. Dennis Allen to our head coach. Right. Position. That's that's so, that that worries me. I feel like they're not gonna throw. <laughs> they might not. They they might not. And even yeah. if like Alvin Kamara is, uh, is suspended, like it's just like I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah. All right. So all I right. had him at uh oh. That that's Uh-oh. what I had him. So. All right. Fine. Like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm cool argue. if you leave him at gross, Chris. I like uh, the bold take. I like it. It's just more of me, but like almost the same thing about like my my hate towards like the Cardinals and the way they're building their team. It's just like what like New Orleans, like what are you guys doing? Oh, it'll be fun to watch since I'm not like a Saints fan or anything like that. So I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you are, but <laughs> it's just it's gonna be rough and I don't understand what they're doing. Oh. It's just nothing but chaos. All right, let's see if we can like roll through a few more of these. Yeah, let's knock them out quick. All right, so uh, let's see. Well, we haven't talked. I mean, that the elephant in the room is like, wh- what do we want to do with like Kansas City? That's uh, like I'm just scrolling the like the teams that are left with like the good quarterbacks. Yeah, and we've got KC still sitting here. So, what do we want to do with them, guys? I have an uh oh. Really, I don't think they're uh oh. Yeah, it's another one where like if if I'm banking on any one of them, I'm nervous. So, I think you're right. See, because I feel just- like. No, there's potential there. That's the thing. It's not like 
I don't know. I mean, there there are names that can catch the ball, but at the same time, they could all end up sucking. And so, yeah, I mean, I guess O is fine. I'd probably go average, but I, I can definitely be talked into O. It's either average minus minus or uh-oh plus. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's um, probably can... about where we're at at this point. Um, I could throw someone out there that's pretty, I, I think Washington is gross. I mean, I think we can all kind of, right. I mean, you got Terry and then, I don't know. I mean, I guess Curtis Samuel and I guess Dotson. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, uh-oh, you guys. M- McLaurin's enough for me to bring it up to, uh-oh, but I, I mean, that's not much of an argument. You know, it's just my same Mooney argument, right? It's just, uh, w- one guy is enough for, uh-oh to me, but nah. But they're, but they're all tied down by Carson Wentz. Yeah, so it's true. It's, it's true. But, but. McCorn's not bad, and Wentz is probably the best quarterback he's had. Oh, that sucks. Oh, God. <laughs> that is so sad. That is so sad. I know. I actually, the other night, oh, I was man. doing a, a puppy super flex, and I was like, do I take Heineke? Like, is he going to get benched? Like, what? He you might. Know, there was, yeah, like, and I, I ended up taking Andy Dalton instead, like, for that last, like, stab of like someone getting benched and some, you know, Jameis getting hurt or whatever. And it was between those two. And I went with Dalton over Heineke, but okay. um, I may, I may end up taking Heineke later on as, you know, in these puppies. All right. Uh, one more with the, with a good quarterback. What are we doing with Dallas? I haven't been solid um, because I, I love CD lamb and Michael Gallup's hurt. Uh, if Michael Gallup wasn't hurt, I'd probably have him up a tier. All right. Sure. I was going to say average. Yeah, so like, was I. But like I, after after CD, it's like I can kind of nod my head along with like Gallup coming back at some point. Sure. I'm I'm kind of excited for James Washington. I thought he was like pretty decent, but but he just had a number of other players ahead of him when he was still in Pittsburgh. But then it's after that. It's, and this what all the hype surrounding Jalen Tolbert like right now. That like, feels like uh that feels like yeah. a little premature, doesn't it? <laughs> Maybe, probably. I drafted a bunch of him earlier oh, this summer. When oh, I like it. I mean, he's he's, he's not expensive, up. so it's worth the right. gamble. I'm with. Well, you. that's where I was just like, it's more average for me. We're yeah. just like, it's the first like couple of guys like Gallup who's already injured, and then CD, and then just something just like, okay, maybe. I think that's fair. Yeah. So speaking of Pittsburgh, wh- why don't we throw those guys up there? Because uh, I find that kind of an interesting one. So, uh, can we swap quarterbacks? Can Kansas City and Pittsburgh <laughs> swap quarterbacks? Because then I right. just put Pittsburgh in elite and not worry about it. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want... Pitts... go ahead. Yeah, I... and I was going to say solid. Yeah, in theory, yeah. I mean, there's absolutely between Johnson and Claypool, and I mean, there there's talent there, but mm-hmm. okay. yeah, no, it's a question mark. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Chris. They're elite talent, uh, average quarterback, maybe even uh oh quarterback. So I'll give them a solid. So yeah, I like that. Okay. Um, I. I, uh, I, I, the Texans, I'm going to put the Texans at, uh, oh, but it's the same concept that I've been doing all along, right? It's that I like Brandon cooks. That's enough to make it not gross, but I, I'll listen under the same premise of Chicago and Washington. I'll listen to that being gross. That's I kind like of where Nico I was Collins, Mechie's there. Like I'm cool with, uh, oh, with those guys. I don't think, yeah, I think they're a, a step up from gross. I think Mills is not oh, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, I think Mills is not going to be as horrible. You know, I mean, he was decent last year being thrown in. I mean, in a sh- like shitstorm. I mean, let's be real. Like Houston <laughs> was a disaster of it still is. PR and everything else. Yeah. Um, and he actually, you know, got thrown in the mix and performed not too badly. So we'll no, see I what he can do as the guy, you know? 
Yeah, that's fair. And if we're talking about so if Cooks and Mooney and they're both like their ADPs are fairly similar. If I'm Very similar. Yeah. Cooks and Mooney. So if we're thinking that Mechie is a step up from Velas Jones, we both like and we all like Nico Collins, at least what he could be in his what? This is his second year, right? Yeah, second year. So it's like that's possible. So, yeah, I'm, I think I'm, I'm with that take. I think I, I like that. OK, a uh, couple more. That's fair. Uh, bit major quarterback concerns. If they don't get Baker Mayfield, I'd knock them down a peg. Like I like DJ Moore. Love DJ Moore and Robbie. Even with the he might retire stuff or whatever. Like both, both. I think they're both solid on their own. But it's just everything around them just brings everything down. Yeah, and there's upside with Terrace Marshall. But again, like even if they got Baker Mayfield, like how many good receivers, uh, fantasy receivers, did we get from Cleveland with Baker there? Like it wasn't a thing. So yeah. So I put them at average. I think that's fair. I think that's generous to fair. <laughs> I was going to say generous. Yeah, generous to fair. All right. Uh, I'll throw Tennessee. Yeah, that that's fair. Um, yeah, Robert Woods brings them from gross to uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, there's upside with Traylon Burks. Um, I certainly don't think they're going to support more than two, maybe not more than one fantasy receiver. <laughs> so I'm, I'm with you. I think uh-oh is very fair. Traylon Burks not even practicing because of asthma at this yeah. point. Yeah, so it's just not uh, a good yeah. start. It's not not a great start. It could just wind up being nothing once we get into like October, like in his rookie season, and he's just balling out. You know, yep. But still, it's it's I've got I've got concerns at this point. Uh, like Jen, give us a couple more. Um, let's go Philly because that's kind of an interesting one. I would go to solid to average, solid minus. I mean. You know, AJ, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith. I mean, Devonta Smith was, you know, he was a wide receiver. Through, he was a four, I guess, last year. Um, AJ Brown. Uh, I mean, you got Quez Watkins. You got Jalen Rieger. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'd go with solid to solid minus. Do, do either. Are you guys down with that? Honestly, you could talk me into any spot for Philly. That's the but, thing, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I call it. I was hoping somebody else would bring up Philly. Well, I, I finally had to. There's only four left or five left. I had to throw them up. It's there. either there at the back of this tier or at the front yeah. of this tier. Exactly. I think that's solid fair. minus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, solid um, minus or average plus. Uh, I'll and throw I'm fine an, with that. Another up there. Let's uh, let's go with Indy. Uh, average. I That's was going to say average. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say average. Okay. Now, does it change anything if T.Y. Hilton comes back? No. Uh, I don't <laughs> think so. He looked pretty washed last year. I was yeah. a big T.Y. Hilton guy. Yeah. Like, I, I've always liked him, but he looked pretty washed last year. I mean, listen, Alec Pierce, who knows? There's a lot There's a lot of hype with that guy, too. Could be good. So, he could be good. You he see, baby. Let's go. So that's and good quarterback. So yeah. Good, yeah. Good, quarterback. good quarterback. Good quarterback. Good quarterback who may fall off a cliff this year. We'll see. Yeah. I'm going to put the Browns solid and it's because I, I just think that Deshaun Watson's going to play. And if he doesn't play, then this goes way down in the toilet for me. But if Deshaun <laughs> Watson's playing, yeah. Yeah. But if Deshaun Watson's playing, I think Amari Cooper is a wide receiver one. I think he's a borderline wide receiver one. And I think we're going to get a surprise production out of probably Donovan Peoples Jones, but maybe David Bell. We might even get a little Anthony Schwartz. I think that there's a potential there. And Demetric Felton, you might be able to call a receiver as well. He's not a bad dark horse lining up in the slot a lot playing with the wide receiver room. I think we're going to get three fantasy relevant players out of here and a wide receiver one out of Amari Cooper. If 
if so Deshaun if Watson plays. If it's Jacoby Brissett, you where do you go? Average or gross. you go all the way down? Gross. Oh, I go all, all, the all the way down to gross. Gross. Yeah. gross. All the way to gross. Wow. See, I don't know if I'd go all the way to gross. I maybe go all out. I mean, you're gonna put yeah. Uh oh plus. Know. Let's say <laughs> we'll go uh oh plus. <laughs> well, no, no, you mean gross plus or uh oh minus? Because if you go I would, I would say I would say if if it's if it's Jacoby Brissett, this drops down to like, yeah, probably like uh oh okay. uh oh plus for me. All right. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I agree. I do agree. Like, Amari Cooper still does have something left in the tank. DPJ showed enough that he could allow Amari Cooper to function more as a flanker versus trying to make him go up against, like, press coverage. So that's fine. Throw a guy like uh, David Bell in the slot, who was productive throughout most of his collegiate history. So His it's ADP like, is kind of high, though. Like, Yeah, they're are... they're getting a, it's getting, getting a little wild. Is, yeah. Yeah, get a little wild with David Bell. I think like most of the rookies, like once you get like towards the back end of the drafts, it's like most of the rookies, it's like really Christian Watson, really. Yeah, I, like... I will say skill set wise, Anthony Schwartz, who's free, uh, and Will Fuller, not a terrible comp. And uh mm-hmm. and Deshaun Watson really likes to throw deep. So I you know, from a best ball perspective, I'm not I'm not throwing Anthony Schwartz out there and redraft. <laughs> okay. Well, we got two more. Uh, Brandon, you go. Uh, sure. I've got the Jets in average. Uh, I, I want to be higher on them, but I just there's too many question marks. So, But I do think that there's three fantasy relevant receivers there. So I, I think it's hard for me to drop them lower than average. No, and I think that's absolutely fair. I think Elijah Moore like showed us enough last year that I'm fine with his cost at this point. It might be a little high. Uh, but with Oof. their their additions, too, too rich year, for me, man. <laughs> too rich. I think it's yeah. a little high. Like, I like I him, but yeah, I mean, he's he's going as I think the wide receiver thirty something. So he's going yeah. as like a wide receiver three, and I I mean, he might not he might not be third, uh, or he might not be second on the team in targets. Like I just, it's too too rich. I I like Elijah Moore a lot. Just too mm-hmm. too rich for me. So. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. Like, I think that your points are absolutely fair. Uh, Jen, where are you at with this group? I don't know. I, I find myself not drafting them, to be honest, any of them. I, I, I think that my Jets portfolio is very minimal, if any, at this I've been point. taking more Michael Carter. I, I mean, yes, yeah, yes, but Michael Carter has been yes. the one that I've been taking. Like the most. He's free. I've got a lot yeah, of Michael I Carter. I do have some of him. Yeah. I don't have any of the receivers. Um, and... I've got a little bit of CJ Uzuma, not gonna lie. I got a little okay. bit of that, a little bit of that at the end, you know, yeah, just sure. for just for whatever. But uh, receiver wise, sure. I mean, I'd go average. That that okay. works for me. All right, I'll I'll do this one. That's fine. I'm good with that. I think you're gonna get fantasy relevance out of at least three, maybe even four of these guys. Um, you know, might be a little tough at the at first to figure out which ones, you know, is Zay Jones going to be the guy or how right. good is Marvin Jones? Is Visca still relevant? You know, but I think it'll settle and we'll figure it out. I like that. I like average. I think overall, it's just like, like legitimately, there's Merck at wide receiver with Jacksonville. Yeah, for yeah. sure. A lot yeah. of Merck. Yeah. It's just like, it's like, I almost forgot, like Marvin Jones is still, he could be solid. He could be Christian Kirk, of course, with the money that they paid him. Absolutely. The Visca could show us some like you just list off all the guys. And it's like I could make the case for any one of them, like on yeah. a best ball from a best ball standpoint. So Hopefully like, it gets less Merc, you know, when we get to training camp. I mean, I don't know if that'll even happen, but it would be nice before we start drafting redraft to kind of have a little bit of clarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially yeah. with Zay Jones. Zay Jones is the one I don't know what to do with. Like Visca, I know, is my late round PPR uh stab in the dark and christian kirk i know is my value pick and marvin jones is a value pick i, I don't know what to do with zay jones i don't know if he's gonna play i don't know if he's gonna start <laughs> gotcha we did a 
We did, we did it. it yeah. That was fun. Uh, we, and we've gone a little long, so I will mercifully end this. Uh, any final thoughts, Chris or Jen, before we go? This was fun. No, it was good. I, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think so. We have the majority are solid, which is actually I mean, a good we'll thing for get, the NFL. Uh, we would 100% get roasted if somebody oh, were to yeah. put this up on Twitter. Uh, but yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> feel free to this. roast this. That's fine. You can roast this. That's fine. I got no problem with that. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Chris and Jen. I really appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and hit that subscribe button on the YouTube channel as well. You can follow us on Twitter at the Monday Mommy, at Chris Allen FFWX, and at Two Guys Brandon. Thanks so much for checking us out and have a good day. <laughs>